What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the final episode of How They're Here. As always, I'm Tyler Webb, and this week we are going to be doing something a little different. Obviously, as you can see, I'm in, in a different room to do the intro, and I'm going to have no guests this week. So it's going to be a solo episode. So I just wanted to preface that if you're here for the interview content, I have a backlog of 13 episodes you can go and watch, but this is not going to be one of those episodes. I wanted to take the time to explain a little bit, obviously, about what I mean by the final episode and... A preface, final does not mean I will never be doing this again. Final is very temporary in this sense, but I'll get into that later. Um, but like I said, I wanted to let you guys know from the outset that you know whether or not you're watching this or listening to this, that this is not going to be a normal episode. And I get that most all of you probably do not tune in to hear me get on a soapbox, which I'm going to try to avoid to do a little bit. But again, this is not going to be a normal episode. Traditional interview content, the stuff that I've been doing for the past 13 episodes for what is like seven months now since October. Um, you can find that all backlogged on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is going to be a little different. So the reason that this is going to be a different episode and, and the reason that I'm taking a different approach um, on this one was because I wanted to break down um, what I'm doing with how they're here, what I'm going to be doing going forward. Um, it, it's more of a personal check-in, um, a check-in for the podcast and for the brand, um, and just something to let you guys all know um, you know, what's happening. And I want to say from the jump, and, and I'm going to get into this a little bit later, but I am so immensely grateful for all the support that I've had. I put on my story, um, if you don't follow me, uh, at how they're here on Instagram, I put on my Instagram story that, you know, there was going to be no normal episode this week. I was supposed to upload. Um, today is Wednesday, the day that I usually upload a new episode. Um, I let you all know that there was going to be a new episode for a myriad of reasons, one of which being um, I'm taking final exams this week. Uh, another being that I wanted to do this episode. I wanted to take a little bit more time to do this episode and make sure that I had my thoughts coherently laid out so that when I you know, did this presentation of, of what was going to be happening going forward, I was doing it in a coherent and concise manner. So uh, I just want to say, though, thank you for all the outpouring of support, whether it was a, a good luck on finals. I got a couple of those messages. I got a couple you know, messages in jest saying that, oh, we want new content. We want more. The, the fans are here for more. Um, and I just want to let you guys know that that means a lot to me. The fact that I'm not just blasting out content to nobody. The fact that I'm blasting out content or putting out content that people are listening to and want to listen to, uh, whether it's in the form that it is now or you know whether you're just listening because you like the person that was being interviewed that week, whatever reason that you listened, uh, whether you hate it, it, it means a lot to me because uh, this is something that obviously I don't get paid for. This is something that I obviously uh, do as a passion and I do for fun and I absolutely love it. And if it wasn't for that sort of support, there'd be no reason or there'd be no way I'd been able to do this for as long as I have. And I just wanted to say from the jump, thank you so much. So if that's all you're here for, feel free to tune out now. I'm going to get into a little bit now um, what I'm going to be doing going forward, how things have been looking back a little bit. Uh, this is going to be just a fun episode for me just to sort of rift on all the things that have been going through my mind in relationship to this podcast, because it's been quite a, you know, quite a wild journey and quite an exciting journey. And I think that as important as it is to look forward and say, okay, what's next? It's also important to look back and say, what did we achieve? What can we work on improving? Um, and just kind of highlight things from that regard. So hopping right into it, uh, like I said, this episode um, is different for a myriad of reasons. I explained one school. Um, I have finals this week. I'm, I'm a sophomore at the University of Minnesota. And so uh, my final week uh, is, a, is a little tough. I'm in, in a, an immersion core program with uh, 
you're going through all the business, uh, all the business disciplines that the school has to offer. So uh, this sophomore semester has been slotted to be one of the more difficult ones, which I, I knew coming in and maybe ignorantly starting a podcast uh, leading up to the semester wasn't a good idea, but I made it work. And now that it's sort of crunch time, I, I wanted to give my, my full attention to that. So that was one reason. Uh, another reason being that I am going home. So I am originally from Green Bay, Wisconsin, for those of you who do not know. Um, so going up here to school, the Twin Cities, I don't get to see my family all that much. So before I start an internship that I have at uh, Thomson Reuters, which is a, a large firm located up here in the Twin Cities, uh, before I start that internship, I'm going to be going home for a couple weeks um, leading up to my start date, which is right after Memorial Day. So I'm going to be going home. It's going to be throwing a wrench in my, my schedule. I'm a very regimented person, and I'm somebody who likes to... Uh, adhere to a, a pretty regimented schedule. It's helped me get this podcast out, helped me do well in school, um, helped me maintain a social life. So all those very important things that you know have come up in my life while being a college student um, have been really achieved, I think, through this, uh, this schedule that I've sort of imposed on myself. And when I go home, that all gets thrown out the window. So I want to make sure that when I'm home for those couple of weeks, I can focus on hanging out with my family, focus on doing some other projects that I have coming up, and uh, then hop back into things as I see fit after that. Uh, and then finally, and I think this is sort of a broader point and one that I'm going to be touching on quite a bit, and it has nothing to do with me. It has to do everything with the show um, and how the show has evolved. So, um, you know, this show started back in October, probably even before October, when I, you know, had this idea. And I I've, believe I've told the story. If not, I certainly told it on episode zero or what I call as episode zero, um, where I sat down with my super cheap USB mics, uh, sat down in one of these rooms like I'm in right now um, with my roommate and very good friend, Sam. And I just sort of had him there as a sounding board. And I was going to have him here for this one, too. But I realized that I could probably manage talking um, for however long I needed to by myself. Um, he often asked that I shut up anyway. So I figured there's no reason to sit him here and, and endure him with the pain of me just talking to him. But in that first episode, we sat down and, and had more of a conversation. And it was really just an open conversation about you know, what I wanted this podcast to be. You know, first and foremost, it was a test to make sure I knew how to work the mics and knew how to do everything before I went and interviewed a real guest. But it was also a way for me to just make sure that, you know, this idea and, you know, the idea that I had come up with how they're here was, was a sound and well thought through idea and that there was at least a little bit of, you know, friction with the, the whole concept of, of the podcast. So we sat down, we probably talked for an hour and the last like 25 minutes, it was Sam asking me about how I felt about, you know, space travel, um, to Mars or something like that. So, so totally unrelated, but you know, he got his piece in. So that was, that was good. But, you know, we talked a lot about this whole idea of the podcast and this whole idea of, you know, relevant education and the whole idea that a lot of stuff that we want to learn and a lot of the, the paths that, you know, myself and, and him and other people in this, you know, young professional student level um, business ecosystem want to learn or want to know how to do or want to know about uh, is not taught in traditional classes. And getting people in front of the microphone and letting them talk about their experiences and letting other people use those experiences as a roadmap for how they can achieve all the stuff that this person has achieved, I thought was going to be a really valuable and I, I still think is going to be a really valuable tool for people that are my age, people that are a little bit older, maybe even people in the middle of their career. But just getting it, being able to dig into that mindset a little bit, being able to dig in those stories and just seeing the lineage, because I also realized that a lot of these people that I was going to be talk, talking to, whether it be content creators, whether it be entrepreneurs, whether it be career coaches or, or any myriad of, of podcast hosts, everything like that, 
um, those people weren't going to have very traditional or very linear paths, right? So it would be interesting, I thought, to get into the weeds of those and see, okay, it's not going to be, I went to high school, I went to college, I graduated, I got a job. It's going to be, I went to college, I worked all these side hustles, I got out of college, I lived in my parents, you know, all this, all this sort of stuff that comes with the uniqueness of somebody's story, I wanted to dig into because I thought there was real value there. And I, again, I still think there's real value there for people that are my age, people that are just getting into um, you know this next advent of their professional life, right? And so uh, we talked through all of those things, and you know, I it just reinforced in me that idea of the fact that this podcast was going to be a good idea, and that I was going to be able to have meaningful and valuable conversations with um, whoever I decided to interview. And uh, that episode is kind of funny because we joked, I think, on that episode about the that being the, you know, sort of the unreleased files. And then I brought that up to Andrew and Declan, uh, the guys of the Back Pocket Podcast, who I have talked about at nauseum, and I'm going to have more to say about them later on in this podcast. But, you know, we discussed how Andrew, Declan, and I, how that was a really valuable thing to do just because I can release it, you know, say I release it now. Maybe, maybe I will. I know the sound quality is awful, and if you sat through and listened to, if you will sit through and listen to that, God bless you. I think you're a real fan. And, um, you know, DM me, put on your story that you that you listen to that whole thing, because the sound quality definitely leaves some to be desired. But I think it's a valuable insight into how I got here and how I came up with the idea and how I thought of it then and how it changed now. You know, I should probably go back and listen to it and see is that concept that I originated even the same thing that I want to go forward with now. Um, I think there's just a lot of valuable and interesting content there about, you know, documenting the entire journey. So. I think that's a really interesting, you know, genesis point. And I talked about it with Chad um, a little bit uh, on the last episode about how, you know, even before that point, there was his class that I, you know, gathered a lot of these ideas and a lot of these theories about what could be valuable um, and then put that and charge that into a podcast. So that whole episode zero is really the, you know, the genesis. And like I said, maybe I'll release it and maybe it would be valuable for you guys to hear it. Um, valuable for me, at least, to listen to it again. Um, but starting then and going all the way to where I am now has just been an absolutely insane ride. And to the point about it not being the same show that it was, or to the point about me not having the same philosophies about what I wanted it to be and what it is going to be, part of me taking this break is being able to refocus that message and being able to refocus, you know, what do I want how they're here to be? Do I want it to be called how they're here? Do I want how they're here to mean something different? Do I want to be interviewing different people? Do I want to niche down to a different why, a different how, a different who? All that sort of stuff is something that I need to figure out and I need to get really passionately behind, right? Because like I said at the get, if I'm not into this and if I don't absolutely love what I'm doing, you know, I'm not getting paid. The There's a lot of valuable experience in what I've done and, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But, you know, from a purely pragmatic standpoint, I am, you know, I am sacrificing a lot of my time that could be going towards school, could be going towards a social life, could be going towards more profitable um, ventures or, you know, I could get a job uh, or something like that in this in this time that I'm using to, to produce this podcast. But I absolutely love it and I absolutely love the people that I've met and the experiences that I've had and the networks um, and the networking opportunities that I've been able to go through. And I think I just need to get behind a more consolidated message of what how they're here is going to be. And whether that resurfaces as the same show under the same branding, just with a more concrete message, I could see that happening. Whether I change the name and maybe refocus, I could see that happening. You know, there's a lot of cool things that are have been laid out in front of me um, that have been a direct result of me doing this podcast that is 
that are so exciting to me. And, you know, I can't wait to hopefully share those things with you going forward. But, you know, really part of this break is me being able to refocus what how they're here means, um, what the message I want to share is, because to be quite honest, there's a lot of noise in this space, right? You could be listening to a whole bunch of other podcasts that have to do with business, have to do with careers. Everybody wants to be a guru. And I've never tried to, and I, and I hope you've never seen me as, oh, this guy's just another entrepreneur talking piece because those annoy the living crap out of me. The fact that people are all experts on something and they all want to have their voice shared on something. And it's just, you know, ridiculous to think that all these people can be experts on it. And I don't try to claim to be an expert. I try to get to the genesis of people's stories. I try to do it to people who are close to me, um, both in location and, you know, just in connection. And I'm trying to I'm trying to share those stories and I'm trying to bring value out for a very targeted group. But I think I have to be even more um, direct and even more intentional on how I'm doing that. And that's what I'm going to be trying to, to figure out in, in these coming months. So, you know, in terms of a time frame of when how they're here could be back on a regular schedule, um, I don't know. It could be as early as this summer, but again, I'm transitioning into a new internship this summer. Um, you know, my schedule is going to be a lot different. I'm not sure how this would be able to fit in. Um, and then obviously next school year is going to be a whole nother can of worms and everything like that. Um, you know, I plan or I intend on having a lot of cool other professional opportunities in front of me that I want to take advantage, some of which involve this opportunity, some of which involve this podcast and some of which don't. So all things that I have to weigh, but you know, be rest assured that I'm going to keep you guys updated on what those opportunities are um, as much as I can on how, how they're here fits into that. Because like I said, I'm grateful for all of you guys who have given your time, your support, um, you know, all of your encouragement to this podcast. And I don't want to throw it away and I don't want to throw away the effort that you put into this. And I don't want to throw away the effort that I put into this because I'm very passionate about it. I need to get more intentional on how, I can put my passion into this. And I think going forward, this could be something that is a really big part of my life and something that I could see myself doing in a very excited manner for, for a while. That being said, that was a lot of looking forward and a lot of pontification and a lot of explaining, maybe excuses. I did not intend for them to be excuses, but maybe excuses. I want to look back now a little bit on on all the things and, and reflect a little bit into how this whole thing got started. And like I said, it started with Chad Ellsworth. You can listen to that episode and hear a little bit of that story. I think I'm probably going to release episode zero, air quotes around zero, and you can listen if your ears can handle it. It's just a lot of background noise, so it's not like screeching like, eh, but it's a lot of like muffled, you know, background noise. And you could maybe even get some in this episode just with the, the crappy audio quality of the room I'm recording in. But nevertheless, um, you know, you can listen through the whole genesis of the idea in episodes here. And I've told the story several times. If you want to hear it, you know, a little bit, you can go to uh, Miles Biggs podcast, uh, Relish to Journey, RTJ Media, I think on, on Instagram. And, and I was a guest probably episode 37 on his podcast. So shout out to Miles. He's been a great supporter, but you can hear that story there. I want to look back now a little bit into sort of the, the practical, pragmatic standpoint of how this podcast came to be. So I remember very explicitly, you know, sending the first email in uh, for who I wanted to interview. And I was trying to be intentional with who I wanted to interview. I had this Google Doc out of people that I wanted to interview. And, and it started off as a lot of people I knew to be entrepreneurs. Um, it expanded into creators, um, you know, founders, more people in the more traditional uh, business world, people that were in this sort of startup, you know, hustle business world, people that were young my age, people that were older, um, 
a whole bunch of people. And I try to categorize it by where they were located. I try to categorize it by how easy it was to be able that how easy it would have been to be able to get them. Um, and you know, I really wanted to be able to sit down with people. That was one of the bigger things for me. I didn't want to do interviews over Skype or over the computer. I wanted to be able to sit down and really have a conversation with people because one, I knew that that was going to be my best networking opportunity was going to be able to sit down with people and really, you know, have a conversation with them face to face. And that lead up time to setting up all the microphones, having a conversation and them walking me out of wherever we were, I knew we were going to be really invaluable to, you know, what I was going to be able to take away from this. Because at the end of the day, this is just a big networking opportunity. And as cliche as that sounds, I was really able to derive some really cool connections professionally and personally from the podcast that I think wouldn't have been possible if I would have just been corresponding with somebody over email and then hopped on a phone call and then got off the phone call. You know, I think being right there in the same room with them really was, really was able to allow me to forge these, these connections that I still hold on to today and I value so, 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 so much today. So I remember sending the first email. It was, uh, it was a Thursday, October 18th, and it was. I just looked back at this email the other day. It was at 8.33 p.m. Why well, I decided to send it there, I, I, I do not know, but 8.33 p.m. And I sent this first email to, coincidentally, the first person I had on the podcast, uh, Barat Palgam. And I sent the email 8.33 p.m. That same day, that same night, at 8.49, Barat responds. And if that is not a, uh, a great sort of a great like metaphor for how this whole podcast worked out. I don't know what is because the whole the whole ethos of this podcast has been people giving a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, a sophomore in college a chance to sit down with them and interview them. And especially these early people, I sent I had nothing more than an e- a, a well-typed email and an Instagram page that I had made but had posted no content on. Right. And I've talked at at length about how I don't think you're worth a crap if you have an Instagram page and you put in your bio, you're the CEO of blah, 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 blah. Like I'm very action oriented. I'm very practical in that standpoint from where, you know, show me the work and then I'll believe that, you know, whatever you're trying to pitch to me is worth my time. And these guys had none of that to go off of. And I felt bad about it. And I felt like there's no reason for these guys to get back to me. I'm you know, not an experienced interviewer. I have these really crappy mics. I, you know, I, I don't have anything past this, this email for them to go off of. And this idea, it was all an idea. And I tried to lay out the idea the, the best I could in the most you know, clear, coherent and concise manner in which I could in this email. Uh, the email probably was still too long. I'm, I'm long winded in that way, but I, I was trying my best to just relay this idea because that's all I had to sell myself on. And the fact that Barat emails me back within literally like 16 minutes of me sending that first email meant the world to me, like the world to me. And Barat, if you're listening to this, you, you have to know that that meant so, so much to me. The fact that you hit me back so quickly and the fact that you, you know, we talked about it in our episode, but you were so busy and you have so much more, so many more better things to do with your time than sit down with me and, you know, humor a, a, liter- a little interview that for all you knew could have been broadcasted to nobody. And that was an hour of your time completely wasted, an hour of your extremely valuable time. So again, Brad, if you're listening to this, thank you so, so, so much. And I, and I, I value that time and I value really what that what your response meant to me in this podcast. And I, like I said, I think it's the thesis for the entire show because I reached out to you 
I reach out to the guys at the back pocket. I reach out to Chris Jackson that works at the University of Minnesota. I reach out to Spencer Barrett um, of Great Lakes Clothing and you know a, a handful of other people, um, some of whom I did interviews with, some of whom I didn't do interviews with. But I reach out to them and f- for the first, I would say, to give you a little insight, probably the first four or five episodes I had all pre-recorded. Right. So I already have those recorded. So when I was interviewing Spencer, even though he was episode four or, or whatever it was, he, you know, he had nothing to go off of. When I was in there, I'm like, oh, yeah, the first episode is being released, you know, this week. So, you know, someone like Spencer Barrett, who, you know, operates a, a multi-million dollar company and is, you know, one of like four members on his team. And he has undoubtedly way better things to be doing with his time. The fact that he sat down with me and had a conversation with me you know, that also meant the world. And the fact that the back pocket guys did that and let me into their studio and gave me all this insight into, you know, what it was like and and what I should expect in running a podcast. And they gave me all these tools to do it better. Chris Jackson, you know, letting me uh, come to his workspace and letting me see that and just being so generous with his time and, and continuing to build that relationship after is, is so, so, so insane. And I've had a crazy amount of experiences and, some of them I've done a good job at sharing, some of them not, you know. The first one, I, I remember going to see Barat for the first time. And he was my first interview. Like I said, the first one that responded. And I and I went and I was, you know, I had already done, I well, I'd only done one podcast with Sam. And, um, you know, just to know that, just to make sure I knew how the mics worked and just to make sure I knew that I knew somewhat what I was doing. And all of a sudden, I am now finding myself taking a, a train to downtown Minneapolis and going to Target HQ because, and I don't know if this is still true. But Barat and his team at Renera uh, worked out of the Target headquarters office in, in downtown Minneapolis, which was is is a crazy cool space. And he, you know, he hits me back on this email and says, "Yeah, why don't, why don't you come down? You know, we, we, we agreed on a time and everything." And so all of a sudden, I'm I'm taking a train, and this is in early October, and I'm taking a train to Minneapolis. You know, walking, and, and I've been in downtown Minneapolis before, but it's just like this renewed sense of like, oh my gosh, like I'm here for you know, because when I go down before it was just to, with my friends and hang out and, and mess around, but now I'm down here with like the sense of like purpose to be here, and I'm like, okay, this is really cool. And I remember I, I go to the address that he sent me, and at the time I didn't know it was in Target HQ. I just knew the address and I knew the tower that I had to go to. And so I walk in and I'm walking around, and I I tried to get there like 20 minutes before the interview, and I'm walking around for legitimately 20 minutes in this lobby of this building and it's connected to like this little shopping mall and I, I couldn't find it and I, I couldn't find where Renera was and I thought maybe they had their own offices. I didn't know they were in Target's uh, office or under you know their uh, umbrella of, of office spaces and so I'm walking around and I'm, I'm kind of freaking out right and I'm getting all sweaty and I like I this happens to me when I'm walking around and I just get nervous and I get all red in the face and like I was already nervous going up to it and I had prepared at nauseum and I had listened to everything that Barat had ever said or ever done an interview about. And I had a, you know, a full couple pages of notes in my notebook and I thought that that was it. And then I get there and I'm freaking out and I can't find it. And so the only thing, the only way I have to contact Barat was through email. 
And so I shoot him an email. I'm like, Hey, I don't, I don't know where you are. And at this time it's like five minutes past the time we're supposed to meet. And I'm like, crap, like I've, like I'm blowing it. Like this guy was generous with his time. And then I show up here and I just blew it. Like I, I made it to the finish line and I couldn't cross it. And so he shoots me an email back and he's like, Oh, sorry. You know, I didn't, or I was in a meeting or something like that. Uh, I'll be down. Yeah. We're in target HQ. Go by the waiting desk. And I'm like, okay, great. So I go up and I, I sit there for a while and it's like now 15 minutes past time we're supposed to interview and he finally comes down and he's in like sweatpants and, and Burks and socks. And I'm like, you know, it just put me at ease a little bit. I'm like, okay, like he's, you know, he's my age and, I, and for rightful reasons, I just held him to this really high standard. And I, I still ha- hold him to a very high standard and just a really high esteem um, for what he's done professionally. But just seeing him and, you know, seeing how he was dressed and just seeing that, you know, he was my age and looked my age, um, just really made me, you know, comfortable. And then he, you know, just having a normal conversation, asking about how school is going and everything. And that really set my nerves at ease. Then we get up there and then I'm setting up all my stuff and like, I can't get the, the stuff to, you know, the, the microphones to sync properly on, uh, on the software that I use to record and I'm freaking out again. And he was just so nice and he was so kind. And again, that's just the thesis for this entire podcast was, I meet these people, Andrew and Declan of the Back Pocket Podcast. They invite me into their studio to record, which is great because I only had two microphones. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to record these guys. They invite me in their studio. I get to go up. They were so nice. It's in their home. You know, they're, they're great. And then they're, you know, helping me from then to now, uh, you know, with how to produce a podcast, how to, you know, how to push out content, all this sort of stuff. Chris Jackson, same thing. He works at the University of Minnesota. I had the opportunity to go and it, they have this new, you know, tens of hundreds of millions probably um, dollar new like um, athletes village facility. So the place where athletes go and eat, um, you know, they can go study. This is where all the, you know, the weight rooms are, the, the full turf fields, all the practice facilities, everything like that. He works with the football team. He toured me around the football player lounges. We ended up doing the podcast in the all team football meeting room. So the one where PJ Fleck, our football coach is down, like professing to the whole team and this huge room, you know, we're sitting in there doing the podcast and I'm like, this is, this is just crazy. Uh, so generous with the time. Same thing with, um, with Spencer Baird of Great Lakes. I get to go to Great Lakes HQ, um, which was this really cool, um, sort of eclectic space. Uh, and again, Spencer had no reason to give me the time of day. Um, and he does without having seen any of my work. And it was funny cause I went through that interview and I'm like, Oh, that one didn't go well. I was like, I didn't ask good questions. I, I didn't get, I didn't get good answers out of him. And it was to no fault of his own. It was, I'm like, I blew that. That was not a good interview. I didn't do the proper research. That was bad. And that one ends up getting the most amount of listens. And so, you know, the whole, like I said, the whole idea here is that the podcast could not have happened without these insanely kind people. Similarly, the podcast could not have ha- happened without me running into some speed bumps and evolving through this whole process, because if I were to be asking the same questions, you, I mean, you would not believe how thoroughly I prepared for Barat. You know, I had highlighted notes. I had little annotated sections. I had all this stuff going on in my note sheet and I get there. And I remember I used like very little of it, but it was just that idea, that calming idea that I was prepared and I was ready that made me realize, okay, you know, it's, it's way less of a physically prepared. And I'm not saying don't prepare, but it's way less of a, of a, like a physical preparation as it is like knowing that, any room that you can go into, you can ask good questions and you can know what a good question is. You can know what kind of, what a good answer is. And you can know, you know, how to get the best out of somebody that's maybe not comfortable talking in front of a microphone. And so without all of those learning experiences and without all of those people giving me the chance to go through those learning experiences, 
I would, I would not be here. And I guarantee you I would not be doing this. And I guarantee you would not be listening because it would still be a crappy podcast. I'm crappy mics with crappy questions and, and all the rest. But the fact that those early people gave me the chance to, to learn like that because it was trial by fire. It was learning as I was going. I didn't, I didn't know how to interview. I didn't know how to edit a podcast. I didn't know how to create content from my audio. And I didn't know how to film. Now I'm filming. You know, all this sort of stuff. If they didn't give me the chance to learn that, None of this would have this. I would not be sitting here doing this episode. So I said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it again after this. I am so thankful to everybody that's been on this podcast, especially the the early people who had no reason to reach back to me, reach back out to me, who had no reason to say yes to an interview, who had no reason to share the interview with their networks, who had no reason to do any of this stuff, but did it because they wanted to, did it because they cared about this concept that I was trying to share with people uh, and did it because they're just generally fantastic people. So thank you all so much. Some of you might be listening to this. Some of you might not be, but it's, it, it, it's so insane. And it, it's so insane that, you know, me sending these cold emails to people turned into people DMing me, you know, Miles Biggs of Relish to Journey, uh, someone who I've become very close internet friends with, which I, which I always think is a funny concept, you know, someone I've never met in person, but we've had really extensive conversations and, you know, whether it be in direct message or whether it be, um, you know, over Skype, we did a, we did an interview together. Uh, he's been somebody that was, you know, that was a cool experience because he, he reached out to me. Scott Ballard reached out to me, uh, over DM was like, Hey, I'd love to be on, um, the podcast, uh, the guy with skyline specs and you know, all these people are only here because of the early people, but you know, and I'm only getting better because of the people that I've recently interviewed. So, you know, those are so, such cool experiences to have people reach out to you, to have people say, I like what you're doing. I want to be a part of it. Um, and it, it just simply means the world to me and is 1000% the reason I do this. And it's just, I mean, unreal. The fact that now I can sit down with somebody like Chad Ellsworth, who is somebody that I looked up to somebody who was, you know, a professor who I didn't even think knew my name. And, you know, now we're having a conversation and, and he's sharing stuff with, with his network, his really vast network of, of students and alumni and saying, you know, this kid's up to big things. Uh, Brandon Polizuk, who is one of the, he's a top entrepreneurs. He just literally won an award for top entrepreneur in the state of Minnesota. Uh, the fact that he reached out to me and was like, Hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to be on the podcast. Stuff like that is just surreal to me and makes me think that I'm going in the right direction. And it really comes back to this whole idea of like burnout, right? And, and you see a lot of it now. You know, there's a lot of celebrities and a lot of uh, really prominent figures that are talking about this idea of creative burnout and are talking about this idea of deleting social media because this whole ecosystem that we've created of super connectedness is creating burnout for uh, people that we consider to be the, amongst the most successful, right? We'll see them and say... How can they be burned out? Burnt out? They're doing the thing that I want to be doing. They're doing the thing that I would kill to to be doing as a career. And they're they don't want to do it anymore. You know, they they don't want to have this sort of lifestyle anymore. And I think it comes back to the idea. And Casey Neistat laid it out really well, which was burnout happens when the reward or what you're getting back doesn't equal the input you're putting into the project. So for this podcast, it would have been really easy for me to get burnt out because I'm not getting a whole lot back in terms of like real tangible, you know, monetary value. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not getting free perks or, you know, sponsorship deals or, or anything that you would assume comes along with success in a podcast. But at the same time, I am getting stuff back. I'm getting, you know, your appreciation, your gratitude, you reaching out to me, you know, you listening right now, you reaching out to me means so, so, so much to me to know that I'm not blasting this house out into the ether. 
Similarly, the people that allowed me to sit down with them for upwards of an hour, many times more than an hour, and pick their brain and introduce me and open up their networks to me and just you know have them in my Rolodex to be able to reach out when I have problems, concerns, just questions in general. Every single person that I've interviewed has been so fantastic with that, and I'm eternally grateful. And this podcast has operated as such a great networking mechanism that I am inf- infinitely better off for having done this than I would have been you know, back in October if you know, I decided to have not done it. And I can only attribute that to the people that I interviewed, and I can only attribute that to the people that listen to this podcast. Because without those two groups, uh, this podcast means nothing. Without those two groups, this, all of this is for naught. But the fact that the listeners and the people that are, allowed me to interview them were so gracious with their time and are so gracious with their time and are so fantastic and just individually, each and every one of you are such you know, great human beings just for listening to this. Because... That's the that's that's the means or that's that's the end for me is getting people to listen to this and, and providing the most amount of value and, and impacting you even in a minute way, even in a small way. And the fact that that has compounded into me meeting all these great people and having all these great opportunities in front of me is infinitely better. And that's why I'm not getting burnt out with this. That's why even though I'm not getting paid, I'm not getting great kickbacks or anything like that, that I kept doing this and I hope to keep doing this is because all that sort of stuff that that reward offsets definitely the the input and the time that I'm putting into doing this podcast. So again, wrapping up, thank you. Wrapping up that part of it, at least. Thank you so much to everybody that listens, everybody that let me interview them. Uh, you're the reason that I didn't get burnt out doing this. You're the reason that I want to continue to do this. You're the reason I'm so passionate about doing this. And I could not have thought of a better way to spend my last seven months with a passion project. Like this has been so much fun, so much fun, so much fun. I can't say it enough. So that was a lot of looking back. I want to transition now again to looking forward. So this whole idea, like I said, if I'm being blunt with it, it's unoriginal and it needs refocus. There's a lot of entrepreneurial podcasts. This one, how they're here, like, what does that mean? Like if I were to sit down with somebody, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a business podcast, kind of a not like it's like a creative podcast. And I just tell like talk to people about their story. Like that is wildly unoriginal. I need to refocus that. That being said, I have really cool opportunities ahead of me to to attempt to refocus that. And really when I look at these opportunities that are fun and I have a handful of, of directions I can take this, uh, some of which being not doing this anymore, some of which being doing this to a much greater capacity. And whether those play out, you know, some of them are in my control to play out, some of them are not, but I'm looking to do two things, two things in relationship to this podcast. My first goal is to have a concentrated message, a hyper-focused why, where, and who. The why being, what is the message I'm trying to share? What is the value I'm trying to present? Right now, it's general entrepreneurial business value, and that gets drowned, that gets drowned out, lost in the noise. I, I don't want to be Gary Vee. Gary v. I don't want to be filling literally a million other people that are trying to be him. I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be in that vein necessarily, at least in the way that a lot of people are trying to be in that vein. I need to focus on a aware. I need to focus, you know, Andrew and Declan of the back pocket have a great saying, which is dominate the sandbox, meaning they want to be the dominating podcasting force, the dominating influencing force in Minneapolis, which is so, or such a great, such a great idea and, and such a great North star because it's so achievable. And for them, they're like achieving it in real time. It, it's so achievable and it's so valuable to be able to have that community, especially a community like Minneapolis, which is growing and which is growing in entrepreneurship, is growing in innovation, is growing in numbers. It's, it's so cool to be able to 
to have that as your North Star. And I want to have a North Star like that. I don't want it to be dominate the sandbox like them, but I want to have a, a niche. And when I say where, I want it to be uh, possibly geographic, uh, probably geographic, but some sort of niche or some sort of group that I'm trying to aspire to. And that kind of feeds into the last point, which is a, a who. Like, a, what is the archetype of the person I'm trying to listen to or trying to have listen to this podcast? And I've, I've thought about before, and even with this podcast, I have an archetype. It's kind of like me, right? It's a young professional. Um, but I think I need to do a better job at defining that. And I need to do a better job at defining that um, in association with the why and association with the where. Because I think once all of those sort of exist in a really cool um, trichotomy, a really cool you know relationship between the three of them, I think, I think then you start... Uh, I start being able to take this uh, into like hyperspeed and take this into high gear and go all in on that sort of triangle of what I'm trying to achieve, who I'm trying to impact and where they're located. So that being said, that's what I need to do better at. And looking forward, that's what I intend on seeking out opportunities to do. I intend on seeking out opportunities that allow me to do that why, where, and who better. And I also want to seek out opportunities that let me get more resources for the show. I'm not talking about getting paid for the show necessarily. If there's somebody out there who wants to pay me to do this show, please DM me and call me and I'll name my firstborn kid after you. But given the fact that that's probably not an option, I want more resources for this show so I can offset some of the other things I'm doing in my life. So this show, the main resource I put in, the majority of the resources that I put in is my time. I don't get paid to do the show. So when I'm putting in time, I'm sacrificing doing other things. I'm sacrificing doing school. I'm sacrificing doing work I could be getting paid for. I'm sacrificing my social time. So if I could get more time to do this show, the, the, the main resource I'm putting in, that would be fantastic. That would be so, so, so invaluable to me. And the way I get more time is probably getting paid, whether it be directly or indirectly, to do this show. So whether I'm working with a company that wants me to do a show like this, whether I'm working with an organization who wants me to do a show like this, whether I'm working for an organization who wants me to do other work, but then allows me to do this show, that would be fantastic because that then allows me to free up more time. I can do less other work things that maybe don't directly benefit to the show and I can do this or something related related to this instead and have more time to put for graphics, production, um, you know, more episodes, more, you know, better guests, newer guests, um, all this sort of stuff. But the, the main, the main driving force is time. And the way I offset time is, am I getting, uh, or am I able to get paid for that time in, in, in some way? And again, I don't want this to me. I don't, I don't want this to be Tyler's money hungry and just wants to get paid for his stupid podcast. I don't, I, I don't want, I don't need to get paid for this podcast. What I'm saying is, I need to be able to, you know, in order to put more time in this podcast, which I desperately want to do, you know, t- I understand that time is fungible, but I also understand I only have 24 hours in the day. So if four of those hours are going to paid work and four of those hours are going to school and four of those hours are going to a social life and eight of those hours are going to sleep, that leaves me with not a lot of hours to do this podcast, right? So if I'm able to take a little bit away from some of those things, it's not going to be able to be school. I don't want to take away from my sleep. I don't really want to take away from the social life, the small social life I already live, right? The last logical thing for me to take away from would be work. But if I take away from work, then I'm not going to be able to pay for things. You know, I have rent costs. I have just like, like living costs. I have a car. I have to pay for gas. I have to pay for my car payment. I have student loans, all this sort of stuff that... You know, in order for me to put more time in this podcast, one of those things is going to have to take a hit. There's only 24 hours. So the thing that I think is going to take the hit would be paid work. 
So if I was able to work on this podcast while getting paid, like I said, whether it be directly working on this podcast and getting paid for it or, you know, doing something else for somebody, but they also let me work on this podcast, you know, while I'm on their payroll, that's great. That'd be fantastic. So when I'm looking forward to opportunities, those are the two things I'm looking for. Concentrate what, why, who, and where I'm doing this. And then also concentrate the amount of time I can put into it, relaying back to how many resources can I get for this podcast. We've talked a lot and I've talked a lot and I am desperately thirsty and we're like 53-ish minutes in and I feel like I've just been on a soapbox the entire time. But if you listen this far, I genuinely appreciate that and I think you are a real fan and I think you are really somebody who cares about this message and you're somebody who, you know, cares about how they're here or myself in some capacity and I want to say thank you so much whether I know you personally or, or do not know you personally I want to say that means so much to me even if I don't know you it means like exponentially more to me that you're listening to start with wrapping things up here this show has meant so much to me and I don't want to talk about this and I think I've sort of been dancing around this I'm going to be back in some capacity I'm going to be doing whether it be this show or whether it be a different form of content, I'm going to be back and this whole, you know, it might not be how they're here, but it's going to be me and this concept are going to be back in some capacity. And I cannot tell you, I like, it's not even me withholding information. I just do not know how that's going to play out, but I'm going to be back. And I want to let you know I'm going to be back because the scrappiness of this show, the learning that the show has allowed me to take the networking opportunities, the relationships, and just the general experience that the show has allowed for me is too invaluable to just stop. I, like I said, if I were to have not done this starting in October, I would be at a worse place than I am now. And I recognize that. And then I recognize that I can't just throw this away. So I have to do this in some capacity. And I assure you, I will do this in some capacity. And I assure you that I will let you know in what capacity I'm doing it and when I'm doing it and all that sort of stuff when I have it figured out. I just don't have it figured out right now. I wish I did. I just do not have it figured out right now. This show has been about small successes as well. Right? It's been about booking guests. It's been about creating relationships. It's been about getting better at the hard skills, the content production skills, and getting more intentional about why I'm doing this. And when I mean that, I mean that's very personal. Like, why am I doing this podcast and why am I doing the career I'm doing? I've learned all those things through this. And if I were to project any sort of message onto you, and again, I don't feel like I'm in a great place to just tell you guys how to live your lives. I don't, I don't think anybody is necessarily uh you can obviously you're free to take any wisdom from anybody uh and not necessarily take it as fact but take it you know through the lens of which they're sharing it i feel like i'm even less so in that position just because i'm young and i don't have a ton of experience but through the experience of this podcast if i were to share anything it would be get the most out of every every single opportunity this podcast could have been me skyping people could have been me you know not following up with people and just you know doing an interview and just letting it fall by the wayside and not developing those relationships. But I tried to take as much value as I could from this opportunity because I knew that was what was going to fulfill me. And that was going to be what was going to pay me back. Like air quotes, pay me back were, were the skills, the relationships, the experience that this whole thing has given me. And I think just the scrappy nature of, of doing this whole podcast has really made me feel fulfilled in what I'm doing now and what I hope to be doing in the future. And I think that has been so invaluable. And I think a passion project like this Again, if I were to share a message with you, a passion project like this is so, so cool because it adds so much variety. It adds so much like latitude and uh, just discretion that you're able to take on something that you might not be able to take in your nine to five job or in your schooling. So I recommend somebody do a pa- for you to do a passion project like j- this just because 
it allows you to have all these great experiences and then allows you to feel a little bit more fulfilled at the end, which I think is so invaluable and is, you know, a, a bit of a, of a crisis in our society today, right? Which is being fulfilled in the work that you do. Some of the bigger successes, trying to wrap it up here, so sorry to drone on for what is now almost an hour. Some of the bigger successes uh, that I wanted to share, and I, I want to be very transparent with, with what we've done because I think that's just a benefit to you, and I think it's just who I want to be and what I want this brand to be. Some of the big picture successes, aside from booking guests, aside from developing relationships, those are all very personal to me, but something that I think we've achieved together and something I'm so proud of was we hit over 1,000 listens. As it stands right now, we have uh, just over or just about like 1,100 listens. So the fact that we have a thousand listens on like 13 episodes breaks down to a little over 75 listens an episode, which is bonkers to me. I mean, that's, that's insane. That is insane to me that a thousand times somebody made the conscious decision to click on the episode and listen. Maybe they didn't listen all the way through, but maybe they listened to the introduction. Maybe they listened to what this message was about and maybe it made them think a little bit more. But the fact that a thousand people have listened or a thousand clicks have been made to listen to this podcast, that 75 clicks have been made on each episode, episodes I put a ton of time into, episodes that I'm so passionate about and so excited about when I release. And the fact that that is received to some capacity is just so, 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 so cool to me. I think another thing that just testifies to that, that coolness and then testifies to something which I'm very passionate about, which is consistency, is the fact that they are, there are 94 Instagram posts. We're able to build a community of uh, 765 people. You know, obviously some of those are going to be bot accounts. I get fake DMs all the time, whatever. But the fact that we're able to grow, in some capacity, a community of people that are passionate about this this message of uh, learning from other people's experiences, the fact that you know they're able to be 94 Instagram posts. I'm a little bit more proud of that from a personal standpoint, to be honest. 94 Instagram posts, upwards of six to seven posts a week. Um, you know, amid all this other stuff, all the schooling and stuff, I guess it wasn't six, seven posts a week. I guess I would go weeks where I'd do like six, six or seven. And then the next weeks would be like two or three. But the fact that there's 94 Instagram posts is insane. The fact that we were able to grow a, a community of s- over 700 people could be 200. I would still be ecstatic about it. The fact that there have been over 300 or 30,000, uh, social media impressions, most of which obviously coming from Instagram, but you know, aggregated across all platforms, over 30,000. That is insane to me. 30,000 30, total impressions. And, and th- that's really where I see the, the, the proof in the pudding to say is you, know, you don't have to listen to a whole episode. You could, look at a, you could watch 15 seconds of a one-minute clip and get real value, and that excites me because that means that I've touched, hopefully have impacted or made at least you know, over 1,000 people think about some, think about something in their career, think about something in their studies, think about what they want to do, why they want to do it, all this sort of stuff, but just think. And that, that's been so, uh, just looking at those numbers has been so impactful to me. And I'm so, so excited with how that has turned out. And again, that's maybe a little bit more tangible to the side of, you know, what's the reward you're getting from this? All these numbers are very arbitrary anyway, but the fact that they just are what they are. And I guess I have a little bit of reference for what they should be. And I'm just blown away by the fact that 30,000 social media impressions, you know, I've been able to be consistent on 94 Instagram posts, over 700 followers, over a thousand listeners. That's just, that's insane to me. And I'm just so fortunate. And I'll say it again. Thank you so, so, so much. 13 episodes. I would have, you know, loved to do one every week. Time just did not permit for it. Hopefully when we 
meet each other again on a more consistent basis. You know, this whole thing will be locked and loaded, ready to go. We'll be concentrated on the why, concentrated on the how, concentrated on the what are we doing, where are we doing it, who are we doing it for. And after that, I'm, you know, I'm all in and I've been all in and I can't wait to go all in again. I can't wait for this break. You know, it's going to be nice to be able to take a little bit of a break. But, you know, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to get to me, I'll be checking the How They're Here Instagram account. I'll be checking, obviously, my own personal Instagram account, tyler.m.web, How They're Here, at How They're Here on Instagram and all other social platforms. Uh, Guys, I want to thank you again. This love and support that I felt has made this possible. Without it, I'd be burnt out. I've talked about burnout on this episode. I'd be burnt out without that support. I, uh, you know, I... I want to close with, I'm not special for doing this. Uh, And this is not a fish for a compliment. God, I hate fishes for compliments. But I'm not special for doing this. I started literally, literally, literally with nothing. But like a $20 investment on some microphones, cheap microphones, but on some microphones. And using free software, I still use a majority free software. Uh, You know, the biggest investment were these mics. Uh, But other than that, you know, majority free software. The biggest thing, like I said, is time. But I'm not on a pedestal for doing any of this. It's really all in the consistency. I built all this infrastructure in like seven months, right? I built the 700 plus followers. I've gotten over a thousand listens. I mean, all this stuff has been built in seven months. And to the point about patience, it's so important. But this is all done in seven months, right? So to give you some perspective on on what you can do with with some breadth of consistency, and I, and I was releasing episodes every other week. If I would have been releasing episodes every week, this could have doubled. This could have tripled by now. Who knows? But the fact that there was consistency. There was at least an inkling of what I wanted the message to be was so important. And again, without your support, I wouldn't have been able to continue that. But I'm not special for doing any of this because it's so, so, so attainable. And I think that if you have a passion project in the back of your head that you want to do, do it. Because time and ability to learn are your biggest allies. It's not about how much money you have. It's not about how talented you are right now. It's about how much time do you have or how much time are you willing to give. You know, Time is fungible, so you can take away from something to add to that. How willing are you to do that? And how able are you to learn new skills? New skills are so accessible to learn. People talk about YouTube University all the time, right? New skills are so accessible. If you have a passion project, something that you're not going to... I didn't get paid for these last seven months, putting in probably you know, 15 to 20 hours a week on this stuff. I didn't get paid for a, 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 a minute of it, a second of it. But I love to do it so much because it allowed me so much latitude, so much freedom in what I was doing. and allowed me to create something I was just so passionate about. And I can not thank you enough for that. And I cannot express how important time and your ability to learn are and being able to do that because that's all you need. That's all, all you need. It's so accessible. All right. The final thing I have to say again is thank you. And this is not the last time you'll hear from me. I guarantee that. I will be back in some form, in some capacity. I will be sharing this message. I'm passionate about it and I can't let it go and I can't let these experiences go. And I feel now obligated to you that have listened whether it be through one episode, through all 13, I, I feel obligated to you to continue to put out content. I feel obligated to myself to continue to do this because it has been such a fun ride. It has been such an insanely fulfilling ride to do all of this. And the fact that I could continue to do it and the fact that I now have opportunities in front of me to do it on a, better, on a, on a grander level with more resources, um, with a more concentrated message is so exciting to me. And it's surreal but it's also inspiring and it just fuels me to want to do it more. So this is not the last you'll hear from me. I can guarantee you that I want to wrap this up because I've been going on now for what is over an hour.
So guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that I did not bore you to death with all of my all of my talking. It was something I didn't know if I could do was go an hour. I, actually, I did that, scratch that. I knew I could do that. I, I knew I could go an hour talking. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you again soon. Again, I promise you, make sure to stay up to date on everything that's going on on the How They're Here Instagram page. I'll make sure to update you, whether it be through stories or videos or whatever. Thank you guys so much. So, so, so much. I cannot overstate that enough. And until next time, peace.